and we're going to do three little sections and we're going to sing a carol after each section. Does everybody understand what's happening? Okay, but you don't have to put your costumes on and stand at the front again. Now, at this time of year, she is, Rebecca is such a good audience. I mean, seriously, I need to take her with me to my work. Because every time I speak at work, nobody laughs at my jokes, Rebecca. You are the best audience ever. Because you're such a good laugher. Now, don't not laugh now. You're brilliant. I love it. If the other, could the rest of you laugh as much? See? You're the worst audience, Ryan. You really are. You are the hardest. So every year at this time, this company put an advert on the TV. Has anybody seen their advert this year? Who, what's in the advert? A dragon. What does the dragon do? He burns everything down and then right at the end, what's the punchline right at the end? What does he set on fire right at the end? A Christmas pudding. He sets the Christmas pudding on fire. Has everybody seen the John Lewis advert? Well, you're not seeing it today. <laughs> I am, so the John Lewis advert cost seven million pounds. Okay? To make. Dragons are very, very expensive to find a dragon, bring it back to life, set the Christmas pudding on fire. I'm going to show you the half-odd hardware advert that cost 100 quid. And this is true. This is an actual advert on the telly. Now, half-odd hardware is a hardware store somewhere in the north of England. It's not in Scotland, but we're going to watch their Christmas advert. Are you ready? Pay attention. founder of the shop is the grandfather, the son is now the owner of the shop, the guy who ends up lifting the tree, and that's his son. He's the third generation of the half-odd family who own the half-odd hardware shop. 100 quid on an iPhone. John Lewis could learn a lot, couldn't he? So what was happening in the story? 
What, was he, what did he do, the little boy? He opened the shop. What else did he do? Cleaned it up a wee bit. He wrapped a very bad present. Well, the present was nice. The wrapping was terrible, wasn't it? What else did he do? He hung the baubles on the Christmas tree. So he was getting all ready. He was a little boy, wasn't he? And then what happened right at the end? Went to lift the Christmas tree and he turned into an adult who was actually his dad in real life. So I want to talk to us about accepting the Christmas story like children except the Christmas story. So you've seen this morning, the nativity. There wasn't a lot of questions asked about truth or faith. They just, the children just believe the Christmas story. So we're going to talk about the three W's of Christmas, the childlike three W's of Christmas. And our first W is the wonder of Christmas. And if you look it up in the dictionary, wonder's quite a difficult word. So wonder means a feeling of amazement and admiration caused by something beautiful, remarkable, or unfamiliar. So what's your favorite thing about Christmas? Oh, you are the nicest girl in the whole world. Well, I tell them what you said. She said, spending time with family. She's clearly deluded. (laughs) Or she hasn't got my family. Maybe that's the difference. Maybe that's the difference. Spending time with family. Yes, what else is your favorite thing about Christmas? Oh, putting a Christmas tree up and presents. Opening presents. Anybody else got a favorite thing, adults? What's your favorite thing? Turkey? So there was somebody eating over here. Christmas food? Chocolate oranges? So that's the wonder of Christmas. Some people like carol singing. Some people like the tree. Some people, who goes a special trip to see the lights every year? Does anybody do that? Is that an old-fashioned thing? Do you still do it? We used to do that. We have to do that for very special reasons, because Mrs. Leach and I got engaged under the Christmas tree lights. Oh, wasn't that sweet? I'm not sure what date it was, but it was... <laughs> the Christmas tree was there. No, I do know what. Now, what do you remember? It was the 3rd of January, just in case you're asking. <laughs> so, what, what's... Does, I have a memory of coming downstairs. I'm not sure what age I was. Mum and Dad don't maybe remember. I remember coming downstairs on Christmas morning... And the one present I can remember is a train set. And it was going round and round and round. The train was actually moving. Moving round the train. And I can still remember. I must have been tiny. 14, maybe. (laughs) So I remember coming downstairs. Can anybody else remember a special Christmas gift? What do you remember? What's the one Christmas present you remember getting? A house coat. (laughs) It was very cool. Oh, it was cosy. Oh, you remember your house coat. Nice. Maybe we could get you something else. <laughs> Getting the boy a house coat for his Christmas. What's, what's wrong with you people? Get him a Skelextrix, for goodness sake. Oh, a One Direction book. Do you remember the day you got the One Direction book? Oh, that's exciting. I'm, half the crowd don't know who One Direction are. But. Oh, a PlayStation. Can you remember opening the PlayStation? Oh, how exciting. Any adults remember a gift? Bob? Oh, your first new guitar. How old were you? How old were you? <laughs> Anybody else got a particular gift they remember? Oh, I remember Spirograph. Oh, 
You look so much younger than me. Do, do you remember Spirograph when you used to make the shapes? Do we still have that? No? Do they still have that, kids? I remember my Spirograph. So when, when we think about Christmas, we think of these big things. We think of the trees. We think of the presents. We think of the big lights in the city, whatever. But, oh, who's that? He's modern. Who's that? The elf on the shelf. And what's he doing in this picture? He looks as though he's making a snow angel. Who's got elf on the shelf in their house? Elves on the shelf in your house? Have they been up to no good? Have you found them in places they shouldn't have been? If you don't know what elf on the shelf is, folks, honestly, get a toddler. <laughs> or get a... Honest, they're everywhere. It's a huge thing. So the wonder of Christmas is all about these type of things, but I wonder if there's something else about Christmas. So what, what is Christmas really about? What should we wonder about? What should be amazing about Christmas? The birth of Jesus should be amazing. I mean, what a fantastic story that you've just told, that you've learned over the last few weeks. Again, some of you have known it for a long time. But the wonder of Christmas, when God decides that his son's going to come, Mary and Joseph are going to have a baby, the baby comes, gets born in a stable. What an amazing story, didn't you think? Who else appears in the story? The three wise, the th three wise men. Was that not the action? The three what? I can't do it. And who else? The shepherds, and they all came because the one, because the star and the wonder of Christmas. So the first W is. Wonder. So we're going to sing a carol, and then we're going to do W number two. Okay, so what was W number one? The wonder of Christmas. W number two is the worship of Christmas. Worship's another, quite a hard word. So worship is what we do in church when we sing. Sometimes worship's about praying. Sometimes worship's about kids at ABC. But worship is that feeling or expression of reverence or adoration. So it's when we really, really like a thing, and we spend time thanking people for that thing, or thanking God, maybe, for that thing in worship. So, it's a bit connected to your presence. I keep wanting to do, so, a long time, no, let's not do that. Who, what was that? Who, who, it's going to stay in my head for a while. So, what are you getting this Christmas? What have you asked for this Christmas? A bike? A tab, oh, a computer tablet or a medicine tablet? A computer tablet, okay. My dad's got lots of the others if you need them. What? Two seventies. Two seventy. I don't know what they are. Shoe. Oh, they're Nike shoes, and they're called two seventies. I'm so old, I don't even know what they are. Are they cool? Well, I'll look forward to seeing them. They what? They've got huge air bubbles at the back. They sound like the very thing. I'd quite like them. Is there time for me to get them for Wednesday, do you think, if I ask? They're quite expensive. I've got no chance. They're how much? 65. Oh, there's no way I'm getting them. 65 pounds? That's more than a house coat. <laughs> That's a lot of money. This is a danger two days before Christmas when you walk along the row and all the parents at the back are saying, That's the first time I've heard that. <laughs> tablet? What's he talking about? He's never asked for a tablet in his life. No, okay. 270s? A what? A DJ kit. A what? A DJ kit. 
I thought you said a D-jacket. I'm thinking, is this something cool again? A DJ kit. Oh, that'll be fun. Bring that on next Sunday. Play it. That'll be great. And you bring your 270s if you get them. And what? Last one. A what? Oh, a laptop. There's no way you're getting a laptop. Laptops are expensive. You're not getting that. She's picked it. Did you pick the one you wanted? That doesn't mean you're getting it. Did anybody not tell me? What are you getting for Christmas? Do you know what you're getting, Rebecca? What? A Peppa Pig theatre. Well, that might be a good thing. Okay, so sometimes we maybe get Christmas mixed up, don't we? So we think of Christmas as only about the present. So I'm going to give you a little quiz, adults as well, about the scale of what we have done to Christmas. And maybe we're worshipping the wrong things. So how many turkeys will be eaten in Britain this Christmas? 5 million turkeys, 10 million turkeys, or 25 million turkeys? What do you think? 25 million turkeys? 10 million turkeys will be eaten this Christmas. 10 million turkeys. There's only 60 million people in the country. That means every table must have six people. How much money does the average family spend at Christmas across the whole of the UK? Well, how much money does the average family spend at Christmas? Is it 200 pounds? This doesn't include the 270s. 400 pounds or 800 pounds? How much do you think the average family spends at Christmas? 800? 400? 800? You've never spent 800 in your life, Dad. What are you talking about? If it wasn't for my mother, we'd be, we needed less than this. It's 800 pounds. 800 pounds? Pay a family. That's a lot of money. That'll get you a laptop. And a Peppa Pig theatre, I imagine. Although I don't know how much they are. Which country... So not everybody eats the same as us. So when we... At Christmas time in the UK, we tend to have turkey. Most people have turkey. But in other parts of the world, it's completely different. So there's one country in the world where every Christmas day they have 12 different dishes on the table to represent the 12 months of the year. So which country is that? Is it Poland, Japan, or Spain? It's Poland. Poland have 12 dishes on their table. Which king first made turkey, which king made turkey the favorite Christmas meal? So this king had, oh, king or which... I thought I asked you to check these. <laughs> which sovereign, which sovereign made Turkey the favorite Christmas meal? It's maybe not Elizabeth I, I'm just saying. <laughs> so this sovereign ate Turkey and it was a big deal. The Turkey was not what it used to have for Christmas. And they had Turkey, which do you think? Henry VIII, do you think it was Henry VIII, the big fat king? It was, it was Henry VIII who started the tradition of Christmas dinner. Who sells the most stuff at Christmas? So who makes the most money at Christmas? Is it Marks and Spencer, Little, or Tesco? It's Tesco. What was that? I must know it's Tesco. Tesco make the most money in Britain at Christmas. And then our final one. So last Christmas... So they measure how much you make one Christmas and then they measure how much you make the next Christmas. So which company increased its Christmas sales the most? 
last Christmas in 2018? Was it Tesco, Greggs, or W.H. Smith's? Who went up the fastest? It was Greggs. <laughs> I've no idea why. They must have had special Christmas stuff, presumably. <laughs> special Christmas mince pies or vegan sausage rolls. I don't know, but they made them. So, 10 million turkeys, huge amounts of money spent, 800 quid per family spent on Christmas. Do you think maybe we've got Christmas a little bit mixed up? So, these things are still important. It's very important to spend time with your family. It's very important to have turkey. It's very important to get presents and the tree. I love it all. But maybe, maybe we've just forgotten what we should really worship at Christmas time. So the same lesson as the wonder, we should really think about what it is that we're worshiping. So who are these three people? The three wise men. The three, one, two, three wise men. Who came with, what did they come with? Well, there's an action for this as well, is there? gold, frankincense, and... Now, they all mean something. Very quickly, the gold is for kings. So they knew Jesus was going to be a king. Frankincense is for gods, because they used it in their worship. So frankincense smells really nice. And we still use it in some churches around the world. Frankincense is about uh, gods. And myrrh is because Jesus was going to die for all of us. So the gold, the gold is about being a king, the frankincense is being about our God, and the myrrh is about Jesus dying for us much, much later on, a few years later. So those gifts were really important. That was the wise men worshipping the right thing about Christmas. So W number one, you can join in. W number two, worship. So let's sing and then we'll briefly do. So what was W number one? Wonder. W number two, worship. W number three is welcome. The welcome of Christmas. To meet, accept, or receive with pleasure. So, has anybody done anything for other people as you've run up to Christmas? Has the school done anything special? Or have you done anything for people who don't have anything like you've got? Or has anybody done anything special for others at Christmas? Oh, you did a food bank at school. Did you have to take stuff in? And then they're going to give that to people who don't have enough food. That's fantastic. That's sometimes what Christmas should be about. What did you do? Oh, the little ones did a nativity. Did they? Fantastic. And did you have to go and watch it? Was it, was it quite boring? Yeah. <laughs> I thought it might be. Think how we feel. I'm only kidding. Oh, the P1s did a nativity. And the older ones had to go and cheer them on. Oh dear, nativity, Christmas party, it's a tough choice. Has anybody else done anything good for Christmas? Christmas jumper day, you had to pay money in that. Who did that go to? Who did the money go to? A charity. So you had to wear your jumper. What, what, what did you do? You helped your mum, just especially for Christmas. Not the rest of the year, eh? Just, Christ, just for Christmas. She's laughing. What did you do to help her? Can you remember? Did you, make, did you help make anything? Did you clean up? Did you clean your room? Did you? I'll be asking. So sometimes we forget 
that not everybody gets Nike 270s for Christmas. Not everybody has turkey on their table. Not everybody has a mum and dad who love them or a house that looks after them and shelters them. And not everybody can get tablets and laptops or even chocolates or crackers. So it's important sometimes to think about the welcome of Christmas. So it's good to do something different for people at Christmas. So where, who, where are you going for Christmas dinner? You're going to Caroline's. Auntie Car- Does Auntie Caroline know that? Does that come as a bit of a surprise? Where are you going for Christmas? Your grand's for Christmas. I hope she knows that because she's, she's up there. She's looking a bit scared now. Better buy the turkey. So wh- who else? Where are, you, where are you going for Christmas? Who else knows? You're going to your big brothers. That's what you think. Where are you going for Christmas? You staying at home? Staying at home, I think, is the nodding. I think you're staying at home. So it's really important to think about other people at Christmas time. And this is a place called Glasgow City Mission, where some people in this church used to go and help and work. And we sometimes give money to Glasgow City Mission at this time of year because they provide... Can you see what's in the big trees? That's a big Christmas dinner. That's a huge Christmas dinner for loads of people who are maybe homeless who don't have somewhere to live, they don't have a family to buy them turkey and sausages and roast potatoes, and they go there and they get their Christmas dinner, and a lot of volunteers give up their time and sometimes give up their money. So the third thing I want you to remember about Christmas is the welcome of Christmas. The fact that at Christmas time especially, we should be kind to other people, we should welcome them into our homes, maybe to feed and help them, and also maybe our food bank here in Airdrie on Friday, we have a food bank where we give food away to loads and loads of families who don't have as much as you and I. And it should remind us of this. So the stable, I'm sorry to do this to you, but the stable wasn't really a stable. <gasps> it's a shocker. Because 2,000 years ago, a stable was actually a cave. And it was out the back of the buildings. And there wasn't like a nice wooden stable with air conditioning and a wee door and nice clean hay. It didn't look like it looks sometimes in the cartoons or the TV shows. It was a dingy, dark, horrible cave. And that's where the animals would be kept. And can you see the little uh, wooden structure in the middle? That's the manger. And the manger is where the cows would drink and eat from. That's the manger. The manger isn't a nice wooden thing with the baby Jesus in it. That's not what it was really like. It didn't have a wee dolly in it either. It was a rough, horrible place where Jesus was born. But that was all there was. Because what did the innkeeper say when they went to try and find a room? There's no room. But I can give you my stable. And that stable was a cave. That was all the innkeeper had to welcome that family and the birth of the baby Jesus. So that's what I want you to remember. I want you to try and remember the welcome of Christmas. And the most important point of that is that maybe Christmas time is the time to welcome Jesus personally, for us to welcome Jesus into our lives and our hearts for the rest of our lives. And that's what the Christmas story is really about. The Christmas story is really about God welcoming us into His family. So what are the three W's? Wonder, Worship, 
wonder, worship, and welcome. There'll be an exam next week. I'll be asking you if you can remember them. And the verse I want you to remember before we sing our closing hymn is Luke 18, 17. Truly, I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. So adults, I hope you've heard at least the final one of those W's to welcome Jesus into your family, into your lives personally, and into everything that you now do from this day. Truly, I tell you, anyone who will not receive the kingdom of God like a little child will never enter it. Children, thank you so much for paying such good attention. You were very, very well behaved, and you answered the questions almost correctly. Well done. You were terrific. So let's stand and sing our